this is Christy. And this is Keegan. And welcome to the Mastering Nun podcast. Today, we're going to learn a little bit about baseball. So, are you aware of what's going on in the baseball community? Uh, are you talking about spring training? So, every couple of years or so, every three or four years, there's this thing called the World Baseball Classic. And it happens around this time of year from the beginning of March to end of March. And basically, it's just like the Olympics, kind of. And they bring a bunch of teams together to... Hi. Um, so they play each other, and the winner of those teams go. And I guess the winner just gets bragging rights. So this sounds to me a little bit like the World Cup, but instead of soccer, it's baseball. Mm-hmm. And these teams aren't as established as the World Cup. I don't know much about the World Cup, but I believe it's just a bunch of teams going against each other, or do you, is it countries? I think it's countries. Oh. So, pretty much as long as you are in the country, like, you are so, that nationality, then you are allowed to uh, compete for your country. So, there's... So, I'm guessing, like, the Venezuela team is pretty big, because there's a lot of yeah. Venezuelans that go to MLB probably there's a bunch of Dominican Republic uh, Japan Japan's pretty good and there's a Korea team there's some teams that are pretty small like Nicaragua 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 all right and uh, there's an Israel team there's Canada Mexico and they just get together and they play and pretty much winner takes all so I noticed a lot of MLB players playing on all these teams, but they're not all made up of MLB players, mm -hmm. right? Like there's an electrician on a team that was able to strike out the MLB, a former MVP for the MLB. So Shohei Otani would struck out against an electrician. So it just gives everybody a chance to play and it lets everybody establish themselves into baseball. Now, since the MLB is played almost entirely in the United States. Um, I would imagine there's quite a bit of competition for the USA team. Yeah, there. I'd the USA team is made up of only MLB players, but it's the other teams that are... The electricians. The stuff. electricians. That's Nicaragua. 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 Now, I was looking into this a little bit, and I saw, because I heard you say they play every three or four years, mm -hmm. and it sounds like they played every three years and then decided to change it to four or vice versa. Yeah. And then COVID hit. And yeah. so it's so actually the last been... time there was a World Baseball Classic was 2017. Oh. And this year, as of right now, the USA has made it into the uh, finals. The USA has made it into the finals. Now, the most recent champions in 2017 were, was the USA team. Yeah. And that's pretty much USA has a lot of good players because they're from the MLB so they're kind of a powerhouse team but Japan and USA those are the big teams this year however the Dominican Republic Puerto Rico they're all really cool they're, they're really fun to watch so whoever wins in uh, the Mexico versus Japan series is going to face USA in the championship and is this like a bracket, like March Madness, or do they play? So there's pools of teams. There's four pools. Each team 
pool A, B, C, and D. Each team, each pool is composed of five teams, and the top two teams in each pool move along to the uh, quarterfinals, and then semi, and then eventually the finals. Okay, so it's kind of a, a bracket, but set up like how the series, the World Series brackets uh, are in baseball, as ex- opposed to basketball, where it's one and done. Except it is a one-game championship. Yeah. So if you lose, you're out. After you get out of the pool, then if you lose, you're out. That's pretty much how it goes. All right. Well, that's going to be fun to look forward to watching the the finals, which are actually today, Tuesday, March 21st. Mm-hmm. So that'll be fun to watch. Yeah. I've noticed actually baseball coming up a lot in the news. Not only is it spring training, but there's also a bunch of new rules coming up for this season. Yeah. So there's a new pitch clock that has been in, implemented implemented into the game. So MLB is trying to change the pace of play. They're trying to make it so they're shorter games because there would be games that would go over four hours. And like, I like watching baseball, but four hours is a little much. So they're trying to implement the pitch clock. And we've seen it in effect in spring training where if the batter doesn't get ready and in the box with within uh, about eight seconds, mm-hmm. then it's an automatic strike and move on. So this has drastically changed the game because there's been game and en- games ending with a uh, because of that rule. Who was the first person to get that strike? Manny Machado, I think. Yep. Yeah. Manny Machado. I was trying to quiz Keegan on baseball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the average time for a game in 2021 was three hours, 11 minutes. That's the average. That's so the there's average. some way over that as well. Um, and it went down to three hours, six minutes in 2022. So, so I- these spring training games also are lasting about two and a half hours. I okay. So that is so a significant it's chunk a significant of time. change. And some more rules that they added to help with pace of play is... Before we even get past the pitch clock rule, I noticed that there's only 30 seconds between batters. Yes, so it depends on how many runners are on base. So sometimes it's 15 between mm-hmm. each pitch. and yeah. then So 15 seconds after either the umpire or the catcher throws the pitch or the ball, they need to be throwing it if the bases are empty. And 20 seconds... If there's a run on. And we just got some breaking news right now. So Japan just walked off to go into the finals. So it is officially Japan versus the United States. They just walked off of that versus Mexico. That's a pretty good game. I w- yeah, we're going to have to go watch we're the end of that yeah. <laughs> right after we're done with it. Um, so yeah, the, so as soon as the pitcher gets the ball, he has 15 seconds to throw it if the bases are empty and 20 seconds if there's a runner on. Mm-hmm. So, along with that, batters are only allowed one timeout for each pitch or each at bat, I believe. Yeah. Each so each pit would yeah each plate appearance. Each plate each plate appearance. So using that as a pitcher's point of view, you get the batter to waste. If you get a batter to waste the timeout, then you the next pitch you could just stall and stall, and they could be so uncomfortable in the box, but there's nothing that they could do about it. Because there's no, they don't have any more timeouts left. Well, and you say stall and stall, but really it's only that 15 or 20 seconds. Yeah, but that 15 or 20 seconds can make batters pretty uncomfortable if you're just standing there looking at them and not getting ready. 
Okay. Now, before we go on to the next rule, did you know that these this set of rules, so there's four rules um, altogether, this set of rules is the most significant change to baseball since they added a designated hitter? That's crazy. And that was in 1973. So it's been a minute since they've updated the game to speed and up. And it's the- very... <laughs> needed? <laughs> yeah, it's needed that the game's getting sped up, but there's also a lot of controversy going on. Like oh. some people don't like having the pitch talk clock there, but some people don't like change. A lot of people don't like change, but I feel like this could really help the game. Yeah, if we're starting to get two and a half hour games, yeah, that's really gonna uh, increase the the interest. A lot of people lose interest there. What's the famous the Dodger fans always leave in the seventh inning? Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe they'll be there a little longer if it's only two and a half hours. All right. So what's your next rule? So each pitcher is only allowed two pickoff attempts in uh, one for that runner. Per plate, per plate appearance? Yes. So if the uh, pitcher gets really paranoid with the runner there, they could just pick, they could try to pick them off, I guess. Mm-hmm. But now they, people would be doing that forever last year. They'd get to, like, there'd be like eight each at bat. And that is really drastically changing the game. I remember hearing people like starting to boo when uh, they started picking them off too much yep. or attempting. So after two, so pitchers just really need to be conservative about how often they throw over because if you get to two, the batter can take as big of a lead as he wants because he's not allowed to pitch anymore. Well, if they do have that third pickoff attempt, it's an automatic balk. Oh. So now as soon so, as you throw that third pickoff attempt, every single runner gets to advance. Yep. That was balk with a B. I know sometimes it sounds like walk. Yeah. Yeah, that's a pretty drastic penalty for mm-hmm. that third pickoff attempt. They're pretty serious about this pace of play. So there was two pickoff attempts on somebody at third base, and they can just take as big as they could be halfway to home plate, and there's nothing anybody can do about it. It's leading to these slow guys getting stolen bases. Well, and stolen bases are kind of an issue in terms of what the uh, the what's driving these rules because people like stolen bases stolen bases are fun to watch yeah and they're not stealing so they actually increase the base size that is absurd that is absurd that's due to injury sliding into base too but they're saying that home runs are up stolen bases are down and so the bases are actually between first and second and second and third they are four and a half inches closer that has to be. And then since home plate did not change in size, then first to home or third to home, that's a three inch increase in size. That's going to lead to a lot of people safe because it's every, almost every uh, pickoff, like throw down and stuff from the catcher to second base. It's uh, like a close call. It's always a matter of inches. Yeah. And you get that extra four and a half inches. And you're, it's, there's going to be a lot of catchers who are mad by that rule, by that change. Yeah, especially if their pitcher's throwing too many pickoff uh, attempts. <laughs> and the the bases are ridiculously big. Yeah, 18 square inches. If you looked at what they look like last year compared to what they're going to look like this year. Mm-hmm. Looked at the picture? Yeah. <laughs> that's an immense difference. It's probably double the size. Well. Probably not double, but probably pretty big. Probably pretty big. Okay, so I just to give you my my vast experience with this sport, 
um, avid fan forever, but I do dabble in the uh, community softball leagues. <laughs> and uh, I might not be the best thrower out there. Um, or catcher. Or catcher. <laughs> <laughs> I can hit okay, though. Um, but as a lefty, one thing that happens to me all the time is the shift. Yep. And I mean, it, there were so many shifts happening out there last year. I would year. Be four runners on the side of, uh, or four fielders on the side of the lefty. So last year, 33.5% of all plate appearances, one third of all plate appearances, there was a shift. Yeah. And when there was a lefty at bat, over half, 55% of the time. Because a lot of lefties are pulling it that way. Yep. That's the one thing I can do is I can pull it the other way so it tricks them. But it only tricks them the first time and then they remember me and don't do the shift anymore. <laughs> um, But now how are they going to combat that? Do you know what the, the new rule is? So all infielders have to have both of their feet on the infield dirt. And there can only be two infielders on each side of second base. Yep. So no more shift. Well, that's what you would think. So teams are finding a way to get around this. Of course. So if there's a lefty at the bat and they're really known for pulling the ball, they'll take their left fielder and they'll plug them in, but they won't be on the infield dirt. They'll be like right uh... behind it. So it's kind of like an extra fielder, another infielder, but it's just the left fielder that's back there. So it's like having three players on the side, and even if that's a big help. Okay, so there, I mean, with all these rules, you got to figure out, except for the ones that are like are based off of exact numbers, yeah. like the pitch clock, for example. But, you know, there's got to be a, a way around yeah. a lot of these rules. Um, not Maybe not a way around it, but a way to make them work in your favor if you aren't exactly a fan of them. Correct. All right, and then not new this year, but newly official this year would be ghost runners. Ghost runners. Yeah. So, um, I mean, that's what I call them. I don't know. Maybe that's the actual name of them. <laughs> I'm not talking about like Mario Kart with the ghost car there. No, I'm talking about when they go into extra innings. Oh, they just get a runner on second base. <laughs> yeah. That's not a ghost runner. A ghost runner would be there's nobody on the base. What? No, it's a thing. No. Okay. Well, you tell me what a what your version is, and then I'll tell you what a ghost it's runner is. It's just the runner on second base rule. Oh, that's a real official. The runner on second base. Uh, when we are in oh extra innings rule. I mean, the internet's telling me right now that they're called ghost runners, but that's okay. Yeah, but it shouldn't be exactly <laughs> still there. I know, but he didn't. He didn't earn his place there. He just plopped in there. So they started this during COVID. Because the season was shortened, so they were trying to just speed things up and yeah. move it along. Um, and so that, they've been doing it since. It's just now it's official. So I don't like this rule. I'm not going to lie to you. This rule is kind of dumb because it's just you don't even have to get a hit for that runner to score. You can get two sacrifice flies, boom, boom, the runner scores. So let's say... That you don't have really that good of a hitter if they're only in for their defense, then. So you're starting with a runner in scoring position. Yes, that's every a, half inning. That's a tremendous advantage. But so is the other team. Yeah, so is the other team. But the thing is, it's not like you get to pick who goes out there. So you can't just pick your fastest guy. So how do you pick who goes or who picks who goes out there? 
So whoever got the last out of the previous inning goes out there. So it could be the pitcher that got the last out. Okay, well, I'm saying that the world's longest baseball game ever was 26 innings. I would have left in the 13th. <laughs> so I'm just thinking maybe this ghost runner could help avoid, or sorry, the uh, the runner on second in after <laughs> innings, whatever. Do you mind uh, reading what year that was in? Okay, so it was uh, over 100 years ago. <laughs> it was 1920, but it was the world's, it's the record. I'm sure there's been long games since then. Yeah. But I just think anything to increase the pace of play is a good thing. Yeah. Especially as we are getting super close to opening day. Yeah, that's March 30th, I believe. Oh, somebody's going to be 16 in time for the next season of baseball. Mm. Keegan's birthday is on March 28th, so it's right before the season starts. In fact, yep. I think sometimes opening day is actually on your on birthday. On my birthday, yep. Oh, what a fun birthday treat. Yep. So do you have uh, anyone that you're looking at this year? Any favorite teams or favorite players? I feel like there's some, <laughs> there's a lot of talent in the league right now. Juan Soto, Fernando Tatis Jr., that Padres team is looking scary. Manny Machado. Manny Machado. And I feel like they're going to be difficult to beat. The only thing with that is how long can they stay healthy? Are they getting injured a lot in spring training or just mm, in the past? There's players on that team. There's a couple of players on the Padres, like Fernando Tatis Jr., who's known. He's kind of made out of glass. He breaks easily. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I like that up. Yeah, I mean, we used to be pretty diehard Dodgers fans around here, but I don't even know if I would recognize the team anymore. It seems like they traded away all of our favorites. Yeah, well, some of that was in free agency, but and some of that, like Cody Bellinger, yes, I wish the best for the guy. I really hate how he fell off so fast like he did, but he wasn't really doing well. He was maybe deproving the team. His defense is spectacular, but he's just a liability at the plate. Deproving. Yeah. Hmm? yeah. Is that the opposite of improving? I guess so. Okay. Now, do it well. Let me before we change subjects. How are you? Do you want to add any more to this upcoming season that you're looking at? Um, in the in the American League, the Yankees are going to be very scary. As always, they're going to make the playoffs with about. 95 to 105 wins in that range but the Astros are a very very good team say what you want about them I <coughs> cheaters <laughs> I don't like them very much either but they are a very very well-rounded team they have everything that you want in an organization as much as I don't want to say this I'm very impressed with the managerial skills of Dusty Baker and how well he's running that team and putting it together. Well, these are some fun things to look forward to this upcoming season. I'm sure we're going to come back to this topic again as as the year progresses. Yeah, because like, we, we both love baseball. In October, it'll probably happen. And if there's ever a record, it'll probably we'll probably come back for that. Yeah, so one thing I wanted to say about baseball before closing the topic is just how impressed I am that the Dodgers have kept Andrew Tolls on their payroll. Do you know about this? I do know about this. Uh -huh. Well, you don't seem to be as excited about it as I am. I know. I 
I feel bad. I feel bad for the guy. He had some mental health problems. There was points where he was sleeping outside of the Florida airport. Yes. He's had some ever since a lot of issues with mental health. Ever since his injury injury, that he needed an MRI and all that stuff, it's been pretty much downhill. So I'm glad and I'm so happy for the Dodgers that I'm so happy for him that the Dodgers gave him that so he could have um some insurance yeah some health insurance some health insurance for him and some money to hopefully get him back going i mean nobody's immune to this issue Uh, with health insurance and so i just think it's mighty decent of the dodgers to help do what they can to keep him off the streets um in terms of his mental health yep i agree all right were you gonna say you kind of seem like you had a negative about it though at first no not really did i convince you did i change your mind (laughs) All right. Um, just in the last few minutes, you want to talk about any March Madness stuff since we're kind of on the sports thing, even though it's not baseball, yeah. it's kind of topical. March Madness, it's getting crazy right now. There's a bunch of teams that you didn't expect getting this far, getting pretty far. Like FDU, they beat Purdue, the number one seed, and they were the 16th seed. 16th seed. They were in the first four. Now, granted, they lost in the second round, but... But, I mean, it doesn't happen very often that it's... The second time in history that a 16th seed has beat a one seed. That is insane. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't happen very often. (laughs) (laughs) So, there's a lot of upsets for sure. People are getting really, really mad about their brackets. There's zero perfect recorded brackets that are still remaining. And it's pretty fun to go on Twitter and see all the outrage and yeah. and the um, the betters that are getting frustrated with their big losses yeah. or or their lack of maybe they didn't necessarily lose but they didn't get that big win that they were hoping and for. the people on in the comments trying to be funny saying well my paper bracket is still one hundred percent no it's not <laughs> don't lie to yourself so speaking of paper brackets Keegan and I entered a little competition at our local library where we filled out a bracket and we turned it in. Um, And it turns out we were the only two participants in this uh, competition. So one of us is guaranteed to win that coveted $25 Amazon gift card. (laughs) But the thing is, Keegan didn't write his down. (laughs) So he doesn't know how. I have a picture of him. Oh, you did? Yeah. Are you keeping track of it? No. Oh, I did mine through the NCAA um, website so i'm able to keep track of all my points and everything his is just a little picture yeah um so who do you have to win alabama they're they're my favorites they're a really really good team i'm going with houston so this will houston. be fun uh, i have an alabama houston uh finals matchup oh i had a purdue <laughs> did you really yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so all right well i think that's it for our mostly baseball but a little bit of basketball there at the end yep. of the podcast. All right. We will see you next time. And don't forget, if you love us, give us that five-star review. And if you hate us, you could tell us all about it with that five-star review. All right. Talk to you next time. All right. Bye. Bye.